if you have one job, listen, if you have three jobs, if you have five jobs, even it's, it's, it's doable. But once you start getting into 10 jobs, 15 jobs, 20 jobs, and some of them may be big packages, some of them may be small packages, but guess what? Even the small one, if you lost it and you don't have it, what are you going to do? My name is Jose Moreno. On this podcast, we discuss current and future trends in the electrical industry. Welcome to the life of an electrical contractor. Welcome to the life of an electrical contractor. On this podcast, we discuss real life experiences within the electrical construction industry. Welcome to the life of an electrical contractor. All right, guys, today I wanted to uh, discuss something that is extremely frustrating um and it has to do with materials getting lost um and i'm not even talking about things you order at home depot or you i mean you buy or pick up at home depot or things that you uh buy at the supply house but things that that are i guess you would call a special order right a lighting package right uh switch gear package fire alarms right um Things that are ordered and are set to be delivered either to a shop, warehouse, or obviously the job site, right? Um, and the reason I want to discuss this is because we, we obviously had some type of system going on, but the system wasn't necessarily one that was uh, that can be actually followed, so to say. Everyone did their own thing, right? And for the most part, things always went all right. Uh, this is about to like, maybe about two years ago when, when obviously COVID hit and a lot of the things started changing, uh, deliveries had to go to somewhere else or deliveries started getting more deliveries started showing up to our shop. And before you knew it, we didn't have a system on how to keep track of these things. So things naturally began to get lost things. We don't even know if they actually got delivered let alone did they get lost or did somebody else come in and grab it or, or whatever, right? Because no, no one, everything's in a box. Everything, boxes look the same, right? So one of the points I want, I want to go through is, is some of the items, some of the things we discovered and some of the things we actually started implementing, right? One of the biggest things is who actually checks this stuff, right? It makes sense that if things get delivered to the job, the person that received it is going to check it, right? Again, should, right? What we came to, what we actually come to realize is that a lot of the times, the deli- even at the job site, the delivery shows up and the person says, yes, throw it there and that's it. That is also a, a situation that has uh, really, really backfired on us, right? So one of the things we began to see was that the material that was getting delivered to our shop, right, to our warehouse, uh, we weren't keeping track of it. And the reason we weren't keeping track of it was simply because the person was just receiving it without knowing what he was receiving and for what job, what's the name. And he, he had no, he had no, uh, he had no information, which obviously is, is, a is an issue, right? It's, it's something that we could, um, we could do something about the same thing at the, at the job sites, right? You would think that the, the people at the job sites understand what they're going to be receiving and all that other good stuff, but they don't, okay? They, they really don't. And unless you share with them what they're going to be receiving, what was ordered, dates, uh, manifests, things like that, 
it's just never going to happen. And even with you handling all these things, there is still, these things are still going to show up because now you're, you're, you're handing these to a human and hoping that the uh, message was understood of what to do with these papers that say that you're going to receive lighting here or you're going to get or, or you order this or you're getting that or whatever the case may be right so i just going to run you through a little three-step process that we created and we're currently implementing and even within that there things are changing and things have things that don't work we we adjust and we add new uh new strategies to it but like everything if you don't do anything about it then it's just going to remain the same freaking problem and and all while complaining why things happen, right? So step one that we did was when we place an order, right? So an order is placed in our office, right? And again, I'm talking about the special stuff. Like I mentioned before, a lighting package, a switch gear package, fire alarm, anything that is not an everyday purchase, right? So these things are ordered from, from our office, right? And obviously the person that orders it gets a receipt or gets some type of order designation, right? So now what we've created is when we get this order designation or we get this manifest of things we've ordered or we get we get a return, um, we get a tracking number or whatever the case may be, we now have designated a person to receive these things. Here you go, person. This is, this is to show up. It has a delivery date. This is what's going to show up. This is for what the job name is and such and such, right? So now what have we done? We've put someone in a place that now when the delivery does come, does arrive he is to receive it and he is to track it against this piece of paper right so you would think that that is something that is simple but it's not it, it seems like a it's still something that has to get learned and something that has to get implemented and something that has to get practiced if you have one job listen if you have three jobs if you have five jobs even it's 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 doable but once you start getting into 10 jobs, 15 jobs, 20 jobs, and some of them may be big packages, some of them may be small packages, but guess what? Even the small one, if you lost it and you don't have it, what are you going to do? I mean, I don't need to remind you what times we live in where something you used to be able to go to the store and buy and now it takes eight weeks to get, right? So it's extremely important to... A, understand what you've ordered. B, when you do receive it or understand when it's set to come in, because guess what? The warehouse, the shop, even the site, you need to know that this stuff's coming. You need to have space for it. What if the thing shows up and you didn't even know it was coming and you have no space for it? Now what? Now you got to go. Now you got to move things around. You got to make space. And that is exactly one of the things we started finding where things started to get misplaced because we were making space for a new delivery to be entered, right? So... You know, this concept of receiving sounds simple, and it is, right? You just have to follow some steps along with it, right? The delivery, first, you know that what you're supposed to be expecting, whatever, you know, 20 items from such and such set to be delivered on this date. The delivery arrives, the person receives it, the person checks it to make sure that, yes, there's 20 pieces that showed up, cross-references, and that's it, right? If it's at a site, the same thing. The site supervisor is, is to know or the site supervision is supposed to know that there is a, uh, a delivery set to be delivered, right? Which, again, we have designated this person 
who is the one who receives items in our warehouse, where he now communicates to the people out in the field, like, hey, you know, such and such, you are set to receive a delivery, you know, tomorrow. Keep track of it. See what comes in. Let me let me know. Right. So. Now that let me know what happens with that. Let me know. Well, the guy's got a thousand other things going on. Right. Right. He forgot to let him know. So what how do we know what showed up? So what we've decided, what we've learned through this process is that, well, there's a delivery slip. Right. There's a pink slip or something, whatever. Those slips need to be handed to the office. Those slips either need to be taken a picture of and loaded onto our project, ma ma uh, project management software. Either way, we need to keep track of this. And besides that, the person at the site has a manifest of things that he is to be receiving. So as he receives these things, guess what he has to do? Cross it against it, right? Because if you've done this once or twice before, you don't get the delivery all in one shot. Especially right now, things come on like in 10 different shipments, something that used to come in maybe two. So very confusing things that can take place. And even more confusing if you're running multiple jobs because these things can be get these things can get misplaced. And then of course, if they're misplaced, well, how is it gonna get installed? Right. So that that is something step one that we've created. Um step two is you need to now do accounting, right? This needs to be checked against what was the overall order, right? And like I said before, maybe it was one package is a, is a maybe is the overall package has 200 fixtures and you received packet you re received delivery one and it has I don't know 20 fixtures, right? Well, you that needs to be communicated. Okay, this was delivered, this was not delivered, this is still pending. That part needs to be communicated. Why? Because now this person that we've designated, he is to keep track of this in one, either reach out to the vendor again, like, hey, we received delivery one, give me an update on delivery two and what else is to be coming? Because once again, the whole idea is to be prepared, A, for what's coming, B, be prepared for what hasn't shown up because guess what? If, he, if, if, it's, things, if it's things that were supposed to get delivered to the shop, the people on the site, are going to call in and be like, hey, we need those things. And we're going to be like, uh, oh, we thought we got the delivery already. And then we, if nobody crossed it, nobody did any, any cross-referencing, we'll know that, oh, yeah, only half the package showed up and the other half, well, we don't know where it's at. And now what do we have to do? Now you have to, like, run around, make calls, figure out where it is and all this other stuff. And once again, in the past, not saying it was easier to... I'm not saying that in the past it was easier to fix this problem, but to an extent it was. Now, my goodness, everything that you can possibly think takes six weeks to get. I mean, we have some stuff that's taking 25 weeks to get. I mean, 25 weeks, that's six months. So it's very, very important to keep track of, of what you've actually received and keep track of what you're missing so you can reach out to the vendor and stay on top of them. Like, hey, give me the update on this stuff. And just giving you a, uh, and just reminding you that this stuff's still missing. Same idea with the guys in the field. The guys in the field have to communicate that. Maybe they're not the ones making the phone calls, but they've now been told that they have to communicate that with this person so this person can take that step. And then, of course, keep notes. Because if you don't keep notes, 
First of all, how do you know you even did it? Second of all, how is anybody ever can check against what you have actually done? And, and again, things move fast. You know, people do forget things. It's, I always say, people, please keep notes on a specific subject. It's very helpful next time you open it up, the notes are right there, right? So step two is obviously, you know, keeping track and most importantly, figuring out what's still missing. Step three, which I don't know, you can put this as step two, step three. It doesn't mean these, these are strategies we're using. These are things we've implemented, but it's actually labeling things. Again, if you receive one box, you know, one job thing, it's not a big deal. The guy's going to take it tomorrow. No big deal, right? You throw it in their van, done, right? But again, if we have, if we're storing material for like six jobs, seven jobs, 10 jobs, it's important to know what goes with what. And since you've already done your due diligence of checking what has been received and then crossing it against what was actually ordered so you know what's missing, what we've decided to do is to actually label these boxes by the job name. So in case for some wild reason, something gets picked up and moved out of the way because they're, I don't know, they felt like doing it. You know, job A fixture now is sitting somewhere in the corner later on. And they're like, oh, what is this fixture? Well, guess what? It has a label on it. It says job A. Guess what? It has to go with job A, right? It, or have, have we been experiencing issues around that? Yes, of course. You know, because what happens if you have eight deliver eight boxes and you label box one of eight and then all of a sudden tomorrow you get another delivery of eight and now you go box one of eight. Now you have two sets of job A of box one of eight. What it's a, it becomes a little confusing. So you, what we have noticed is that we again have to understand what are we receiving? What is left to be received and how we can label these things in a means that not only can we understand but someone else could understand as well, right? Someone else, meaning the guys from the sites come in and they're, they're coming to pick up the lighting so they can install it. And for some reason, the person's not here and they know exactly where to go because the shelf says, you know what, it's job A, there's 52 pieces and all the 52 pieces, if they're not, you know, if they're not on a skid and they're not wrapped, it's pretty much labeled job A, right? How, how, do, you, how do you transcend this to the site, right? Because I believe this is, this is kind of like where I remember doing this when I was an electrician, when I was a field guy, right? We'd receive lights, where we'd receive uh, switchgear packages, or we'd receive numerous things. And they come in a skid, right? And realistically, who has a chance to open up this skid? Nobody likes to break a skid open because something could get lost, right? One of the things we've started to do is, no, we break open skids and we count everything. Because like I said... Things right now take forever to get. And if you figure out that something's missing six months from now, you're screwed. So skids get cut open. They get checked. We, get, we once again are able to get that cross-reference that I was mentioning before. And now what we start doing is we start to label them. Because if you've done lighting before, you know that a lighting package is most, most of the time is, uh, is identified by letters, right? A1, A2, A3, A4, whatever, F1, F2, right? And if you've done this a couple of times, you've realized that some of those light fixtures that are labeled A1 and the other one labeled F1, they're actually the same, but for some reason they have something different. Same manufacturer, 
model numbers are almost all the same. Just something is different. Maybe one is dimmable. Maybe one is not. Maybe one has a different, I don't know. And you know how easy it is to, when you tell guys to start mounting lights and you need them to go get A1, that's a whatever, Metalux, something, something. They go and they start grabbing lights and they just grab Metalux. They don't care what, they just grab. Now all of a sudden you have lights up and it looks beautiful. And then when you go turn on, one is one color, one's the other color or whatever. One looks this way, one looks the other way. Realize that, you know what? It takes a couple extra minutes, but it saves a ton. On of time later on, a ton of, ton of embarrassing time later on of having the wrong lights installed. And now you got to take them out, move them somewhere else. We've began to label light fixtures. A1, 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 A1. And then we've, and that's how they've come to find out, oh, look, wait a minute. This light fixture is the same model number. And they're like, oh, no, no, it's not. Look, it's got a different model number. That's a B1. Okay. B1. That's why B1 goes in whatever, room B or something, right? The other uh, good point that, that labeling helps is, um, is switchgear equipment. So obviously no one's going to install the switchgear. You know, no one's going to mistake where the switchgear is going to go. Obviously it's going to go in the switchgear room. But if you have a lot of branch circuit panels and they all start to look the same because they do, right? They're all probably 84 circuit or whatever the case may be. They all, they all look the same. Back box, interior, panel, right? And for the most part, they come with a label that have a designation, right? But what happens if people start moving things around? So what we decided to do is start labeling these things. Why? Because we've had this issue occur where they install the wrong interior in the wrong panel, or they even install the wrong back box in a room. Come to find out that the panel that goes in there is not this, it's twice the size. What happened? Everybody's pointing the finger at each other. And it just simply equates to lost labor. Just, and, and sometimes even damaged and wasted material. And then, of course, that equals money, right? So these are, I don't want, I mean, there's simple things that we've started to do. And I mean, everybody's, I, I know it's, it's things that are simple to do are also simple not to do, right? And I know I get, I've gotten a lot of pushback like, oh, no, we don't need to do that. Oh, that's just a waste of time. But then when the stuff gets installed wrong, you know, that waste of time, it's totally cutting into your bottom line. And I don't know who wants to get the, who wants to just burn money like that. So again, we've started to implement these things. Are we still having issues? Of course, there's new things that come out of it, but we are starting to I don't want to say gain control, but we're starting to get a better understanding and a better, a better, uh, more clear path towards actually what we receive versus what's going out versus what the material that gets received at the sites eventually. So we know what we receive, what we, what we put out and obviously, cause what's going to get installed and obviously what we're going to pay, because the other part I haven't even mentioned is, is obviously you have to pay your suppliers. And I, I don't know who wants to pay for supplies they never received. Or supplies that have perhaps have been lost, you know? Like, I'll give you an example. We had a, a switchgear package we received six months ago because the job was delayed heavily. Well, we went to, uh, we delivered it two months ago. We started installing it, and we realized that uh, one item is missing. And the packing slip says backordered. But for some reason, it also has a one on it, like it was delivered. Well, 
this was a mistake by our delivery, the, the, the uh, accepting team here. He just put everything where it was supposed to go. And he figured everything was there. Well, this one item wasn't there. And guess what? There's a contradiction there because I called the, the uh, supplier and they said, hey, the, the person signed for everything. And, there, and there's a one there. And I said, yeah, but look at the back order. There's a, ba there's a one under the back order as well. He's like, yeah, but he signed for it. I mean, all the pieces were delivered. At the end of the day, I think it was like six months ago. Thank God it's not something that is a special order. It's something that we can buy. And it's not something that's crazy expensive. But it is expensive because it is $900. And it's $900 that could be avoided. Now, how many times these $900 are getting triggered along the year? If you don't pay attention to these things, you literally are burning thousands of dollars. And I know you understand this because materials are extremely expensive right now. Extremely expensive right now. And let alone, forget about lead times. This is just stuff that you can actually get. But imagine you're burning that up four, five, ten times a year. It's $10,000. You know? You don't think it's worth you trying some things? Maybe some three steps here, or maybe your own three steps. You don't necessarily need to follow these. Maybe you're hearing something from these steps, and you're like, oh, yeah, I could do that, or I could try that. And again, listen, I'm sure if somebody that's, that, that's in warehousing can give me a, can give us a, a total school on how to do this. I agree. Um, guess, I guess what? We're not in warehousing, okay? And right now, this is, we're electrical contractors, and we're learning how to do this, right? And I'm sure you out there who is not a, in warehousing probably are going through similar things. Perhaps you're going through these things without even knowing about it. All I'm simply trying to do is bring you some information that I've discovered, that we've discovered here, that we've began to implement, and that is now giving us, you know, it's giving us some results. Is it perfect? No, nothing's ever going to be perfect. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. But it's giving us results. It's showing us where we perhaps before we didn't see and where we now see and how we can do something better. All right. So, you know, recapping all this thing is, is this, these three steps that I mentioned is uh, know what you are to receive. Right. Meaning your the orders you actually made. Know what you are to receive and review it when received. Right. Number two, cross those orders that were received with the original orders with the original uh, order paperwork, right? And assure that the order is either complete or incomplete and then follow up. And then number three is label and store accordingly. This eliminates a lot of additional possible mistakes. As always, thank you for listening. If any of this info you find valuable, hit that subscribe button, as well as remember to share this with someone that you think might need to hear this. And uh, feel free to comment below. And as always, catch you on the next one.